Joshua from Ask the Child Whisperer, and I am here to offer you some parenting help that is real life for real life kids. Whether you have a mellow kid or super spicy, I'm the coach for you. You know, have you ever thought about how fast you move, how fast you respond? What is your pace? What is your pacing throughout the day, especially when it comes to your children? Not necessarily with your to-do list or your job. More so, how did you start off as a parent? I think the big myth or what the media tries to tell you or books is that you are really connected to your child, that you are soulmates. And so your kid cries and you are bending over backwards to get there to save them, to help them. You also have this kind of belief that if you get there faster, the crying will stop. If you get there faster, the tantrum will be over with quicker. If you get there faster, they will be happy. If you get there faster, it'll be easier. And I think the problem is that we are led to believe faster is a save-all, the catch-all. It is the hero of the day, particularly here in America. Everything has to be fast. Fast, fast, fast. Fast will help you. Fast will save you. And I have always found it to be one of the things that is counterintuitive and it's it's not a tool. I feel it's a weapon. It's a weapon that sets up both the parent and the child to self-destruct. So I'm going to slow you down and I want you to just think about internally when your child is very young, whether you birth them, surrogacy, adoption, you do want to move quickly to help the child. What happens is we stay in that mode. We stay in that mode, particularly even if our child doesn't move at that pacing, even if our child is slower, because suddenly we become very hyper aware of people watching us. Oh, I don't want to move slow. I don't want to think they're, I don't want people to think I'm ignoring my kid. I don't want to move slow because I don't want them to think I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to move slow because I don't want so-and-so to come butt in and try to save the day. I don't want to move slow because of what people will think. Well, it gets really cloudy, right? The more people become in your circuit, it becomes crowded and more noisy. The more you do it, it becomes muscle memory where you're constantly on eggshells because you feel you have to get to your kid in a split second. And then what happens is your kid starts to read that, huh, this must be an emergency. Oh my goodness. I'm actually terrified if she doesn't get here within the first squeal. Oh my goodness. Maybe, maybe other people need to move faster as her. Like I don't feel safe around all these other people. And so do you see how the misconception of safe starts to have this massive ripple effect and safe becomes connected with speed. And that is not sustainable. It's also not how you as a person functions. Most of us need time. We need time to consider things, times to figure out how we feel about it, time to plan a move, plan to figure out, is this the best thing to do or should I do it later? Huh, am I really hungry, hungry or a little hungry? Huh, yeah, wait, 
do I really need to help her or is she going to figure it out? So the pause, the pause is the gift, but the pause is the gift that we've been robbed of. The pause is the thing that we've been convinced by other people and by our group or our little culture or a little group that we hang around. We've become convinced that pausing is ineffective and for fools. But when it comes to children, the pause is everything. It is everything. Do you know why? Because during the pause, you think all your worst awful parent things. During the pause, you're like, oh, oh, I wish I could, I wish I could smack her hand. Oh, my parents would have spanked me by now. Oh, I wish I could throw that toy away. Oh, so that initial visceral reaction to whatever your kid is doing, even if they're a sweet baby in the crib, it's the, oh, I'm so tired of breastfeeding. My boobs are killing me. Oh, I'm exhausted. She cried all night. That's where the ick can come up. You can acknowledge it. And then it goes back down. The pause is what saves you from making decisions that you will regret later. The pause helps you see the bigger picture. The pause in turn helps your child know, I am safe even though I am uncomfortable. I can survive this initial hunger pang. I can survive this initial fear of, oops, where's my mommy? I can get over the, oh, my blanket fell off and I feel a little chilly. I can hold off for a second. And when my grown-up comes, it will be worked out. So the pause is also something that you use, right, to ride that initial whatever it is, fear, discomfort, anger, resentment, whatever you have, because all those are normal as you're a parent day to day. But it also comes in handy when you start to troubleshoot. Hmm. All right, baby, I'm going to try this. Let's see how it works for us. So you swallow her again and you pause. You're not going from swaddle to then jump up and down and rock. Do you see how that's too fast? You didn't wait to see if the swaddle worked. You didn't wait to see if your kid wrapped their mind around this new position, this new feeling, this new sensation, and you're not giving them time to figure it out, to sit with it for a second or two. That is the beauty of the pause. That's the beauty of moving slower. Slow is a gift. Slow allows you to think and breathe and have a moment to get some perspective on a situation. And oftentimes that is lost, that is taught, that it's not appropriate. You need to be there with lightning speed. And then we create toddlers who move at lightning speed which then become preschoolers, which then become elementary school kids, which become junior high school kids, which become high schoolers. Do you see how speed creates a monster in all of us? Speed is elusive, the elusive savior. It doesn't ever actually work. And if it does work, it requires you breaking your neck, putting someone else first constantly acknowledging that that person's feeling that a want is actually a need is true. So these are things that, yes, I would love for you to take to heart and think about how quickly do I move? 
How quickly do I hand the bottle to the baby? How quickly do I fill the sippy cup for my toddler? How quickly do I move to open the cabinet to get out a snack? Can I do it slower? Slower transmitting, oh, I hear you. Now let mommy think about it so I can give you the best thing in this moment. Oh yes, you do need that. Let me finish this one sip of my coffee and we will get to you and what you need in this moment. Right, it's the ability to not make yourself disappear and only think about this other person. Because when you do that, it's not well-rounded. It's not, and it's most likely not going to be effective. And if it is effective, you're not going to know why it was effective. So you will continue to fumble and bumble and feel like you're walking on eggshells, hoping that it will work the next time. So pacing is part of partnership. The people that you love and trust in your life allow you to think, (laughs) allow you to float, allow you to skip or hop but they don't require you to run at them all the time. And that's what you have to really be mindful of when you're connecting with your children. Now, mind you, there are different looks to this. For a parent who is suffering postpartum, you may feel that you are moving really, really slow and there is no way for you to move up. And you feel like I am too slow because I'm kind of in this fog then you're in between your pauses. Baby, I hear you. Baby, I hear you. Mama's working on it. Baby, I hear you. Daddy is getting it together. Yes, baby, I hear you. Auntie is doing the best she can. It's going to take me a little while. But the child feels your intention, right? They feel connected. They may be bothered. (laughs) They may not care for your slower approach, but they know that they exist within your psyche, right? They've communicated and they have been heard. For those of you that are doers and alphas, people aren't lists. So attending to someone can have the opposite feeling that you think. They may not feel that they are taken care of, they may start to feel that you are just dealing with them, that they are just part of a checklist. People, children want connection. And so they want to feel you're doing it because you see them, not just you're doing it because it's something to be done, a task to be accomplished. And so speed can be a tool, but it isn't a tool that needs to be used with the frequency and consistency that we are led to believe. The diamond in the rough, the hidden treasure is in the pause. So I want you guys to go out and really think about how, how do I navigate when it comes to my children? How quickly do I respond? Am I transmitting to them that everything is urgent in an emergency? How can I get them to see the world differently? How can I start to see the world differently? How can I navigate slower And definitely slower brings more joy and more sanity to your day. So it helps both parties. So take a moment and think about if you didn't do it and your child is a toddler or preschooler or school age, or maybe you're listening to this and you have a junior high, high schooler, it's never too late to change your pacing. Because you know what? When you do it for yourself, in turn, you you teach your child another option, another way to navigate in the world.
So yes, a tantrum is still going to happen. So it won't kill you to pause before you tell your kid what to do or you lay down an ultimate. A pause will give you a lot more clarity. A pause will allow you to see, you know what? They're at the tippy top of this tantrum. Let me wait for them to cycle down a bit so they can actually hear what I'm saying. So I actually know what they need or want in that moment now that they've come, you know, out the other side. So I'd love to know how you feel about this. What do you think? Was it something new for you to hear? Is it something to consider that you're going to try? I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any questions or you want me to answer anything specifically, I'm starting to build out the private membership. During that, it will be a lot of very specific questions that I answer with very down-to-earth strategy that will work for all families, regardless of your parenting style. So again, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you at info at askthechildwhisperer.com. And I wish you the best rest of the day.